0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. If you are watching the podcast on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick 6, we go live on YouTube after every single primetime game, after every single Sunday night game, which is also primetime, but we recap the entire Sunday. And if if something crazy happens in the NFL, we go live, too. So you should... Go to youtube.com/slash pick six. Hit subscribe and then turn on alerts. You'll know when we go live. And if you are currently subscribed, it's a Monday, September twenty sixth for a few more minutes. If you're listening to the podcast in the audio form, we still love you, of course. In fact, we really, we love everybody. It might be Tuesday, September twenty seventh, and the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants are both two and one. Joining me to break down Monday Night Football, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. What's up, boys?
2: Shout out to Clarence Yee in the comments. He picked 1150 as the over under. Brinson smashed the under. Take that, boys.
3: Shout out to Cooper Rush, the best quarterback ever from the Mid American Conference, even better than Ben Roethlisberger. And That's right, Wilson. I see that picture. I making. don't want this
0: transitive property. Cooper Rush beat the Giants and he beat the Bengals. Maybe he's just really good stuff. Okay. By the way,
2: jokes on uh, Breach because Charlie Batch is better than Ben Roethlisberger, so it doesn't matter.
0: Oh, ho, ho. ho. Shout not, um, out to uh, uh, oh, good question. Damien Gilmore asks, Is this Billy's first solo? We don't, I don't know. Debo may be lurking.
2: I haven't seen Debo yet. He
3: I, is, not
4: Debo is not lurking.
3: Is he lurking? No, he's, he's not. not. Lurking. Okay, Billy, don't drop the ball tonight, man. Ah, uh, Billy's fine.
2: A lot of pressure.
3: I,
0: I, I'll bet you, I'll bet you any amount of money Debo is watching on YouTube. I bet he's not. I bet he is. Debo is in bed.
2: Yeah, uh, why would Debo, who does not want to be here when he has to be here, do this for free?
0: But because it's not because well, it's because Debo doesn't trust one person, and it's not Billy,
2: and it's not me, and it's not Breach.
3: Uh, you narrow it down.
0: <laughs> Look, Billy's
2: <laughs> oh, got yeah. this thing under control. We
3: love yeah, Billy. Got it It's no. going to be fun. We got the graphics up. He's talking in the comments section. Billy is. It's just a massive upgrade. Multitasking. Debo. But by is, the way, Debo if you're uh, has, you know, this podcast in like nine months, okay.
2: If you're listening on the old audio machine. Go to the YouTube page and you can see some of the shorts that Billy's ripped, so how the kids say it, of uh, nice. us three talking on on Sunday night, and they're mostly making fun of Brinson. So again, more reasons to to check out.
4: Look,
0: Billy, can, I don't know, were you guys in that Slack chat where he was like, "Hey, do you mind if I post this picture of you holding forty two beers in the pool?" Yeah.
2: I love that he was so e- it's so easy for him to find it on the internet. Oh, Brenton yeah, beers. So
0: I look I look kind of good in that picture, honestly.
2: Yeah, I mean,
0: sunglasses, twelve beers,
2: hair was on point.
0: Uh, the little, a little, the bangs were drooping down a little bit. I, if I, I was gonna ask, can you I say I that,
2: that probably every two or three days, I just catch myself laughing because Stu in the comments said last week that you had Nana's hair.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was one of the best comments in, in Pick Six no podcast
0: idea. history. Um, ooh, let's see, just uh, dunk it on uh, Nana. <laughs> yeah. See. All right. Uh, hey, Billy, we're gonna test your uh, comment prowess. Uh, K Tide Twelve points out in the comments. This is what happens when you switch in an Eagles fan hmm. for a Vikings fan like Debo. Immediate upgrade. We get this Vikings fan Debo out of here. This this Colts Washington football team Carson Wentz Vikings fan Debo. He go.
2: What, how did that come about again? That Debo suddenly a Vikings fan? Uh, the, all things come. Oh, okay. Is. That's actually just as, as obvious as I should have imagined, imagined. Really good. Uh, yeah.
0: I just hey, like Breach. the idea that I'm, I'm. I like the idea that Debo has to leave the podcast thinking that I'm an Eagles fan,
2: which I. I'm hey, gonna give you guys a uh, fun fact, and we can jump off this conversation about this Monday night game. Daniel Jones was pressured 26 times, the most in his career, and this is a career, by the way, where that man's been running for his life. That's the most in his career. I mean, nothing. That 46. How many snaps do they have? Sorry for yelling. They had 67 snaps. So I don't know the math on that. It's less than. Uh, one in three, he was running for his life. Wait, how many pressures? Twenty, S- twenty six times he was pressured. He attempted thirty seven passes. Once every two point five snaps, that man got hit, was flushed on the pocket, got sacked.
0: His yeah, I mean, I, and I he would, played well. I should say. All right, go ahead. What I was gonna say, like, well, let's just—I mean, let's talk about the football game. Um, his numbers are terrible. The team lost. Every time he threw the ball, except for like two or three times, you thought, oh, my God, this could be an interception. But to your point, Ryan, I don't entirely blame him because the Cowboys were just getting after him. It felt like he had very little time, and he was throwing off weird platforms, and every time the ball left his hand, it felt like it was going to be a pick.
2: DeMarcus Lawrence, three sacks tonight, three sacks in all of twenty twenty.
0: Evan Neal, probably not going to win offensive rookie of the year.
2: Ibley. yeah, boy. I, like mean, I was uh, I like Icky better than Evan. It doesn't matter. Both those Icky and Evan are both gonna be fine. But you know, Pete was like Icky's gonna have to play guard. Evan Neal is exactly who you want. But I think the lesson is that um rookie seasons, freshman years, whatever, they're they're hard for just about everybody. All Andrew
0: Thomas games, didn't have a great rookie year. He's, he's much he, better now. He's, sure. he's morphed into a very good player. Like it's it is Daniel Jones now oh and nine in prime time with thirteen
2: touchdowns, sixteen turnovers, and
3: twenty nine sacks. Breach, why don't you the make the case? new Andy Dalton, say it. The new oh, I was going to say, no. why, don't,
2: why don't you make the case? Because the first thing that comes to mind when DJ plays isn't that he's Andy Dalton in primetime, is that he has nothing around him. And by the way, it feels like the script has sort of flipped on Daniel Jones under Brian Dable in that he is no longer the primary problem on this team. They were 2-0 and coming into the game, so they, they were doing pretty well. But he doesn't feel like Andy Dalton to me. Breach, you want to make a, a, a strong throated defense for why he is Andy Dalton in primetime?
3: I mean, I... Felt like maybe the first (laughs) seven or eight games, he was Andy Dalton. This was a guy who was just turning it over all the time. Before you look, look, you can't,
0: you you can't just try to replace Andy Dalton with people to try and make people forget that Andy Dalton didn't win in primetime. Okay. Let him,
2: let him make his case. What what are are you saying? I'm saying that 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 Kirk
3: Cousins and Andy and Daniel Jones, you make a big deal out of it to try and make Andy Dalton look better. That makes him look worse. I'm saying they're the next Andy Dalton. The guy who's 0-9 is the next Andy Dalton of primetime, Brent. How is that in any way a compliment to Andy Dalton? It's comparing not. him to a guy who was 0-9 in primetime. is literally the opposite of hey, Go on, do your little Breach Bot thing. Anyway. Uh, no. Yoda I- Bot. What Jones Daniel Jones has had some bad primetime games, but this absolutely wasn't one of them. It's not his fault that his offensive line just got overwhelmed and overpowered and destroyed. It's not his fault that Kenny Galladay can't catch and that Sterling Shepard's letting balls fall out of his hands. It's not his fault that the refs throw weird OPI flags on huge gains. I, I mean, except for and the interception wasn't even his fault because his receiver slipped. So, like, I, I thought this was one of the better full games I've seen Daniel Jones play. And. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> why Brinson gets finished laughing, and I will mention that Saquon Barkley had his best game in two years as well.
0: Say right, Okay. All right. I was going to ask a Saquon question. I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I mean. What's wrong with you? Well, you you think that that was one of the better full games you've seen Daniel Jones play? I agree. I've
3: always seen, I've always seen like 10 games from him. That was I, in
2: I the, have the top Listen, when he,
0: remember his, is that, rookie, a, is, that a, is that an indictment of the
2: Giants offensive line or the, or Daniel Jibbert's? that was an indictment of Joe judge prior to Dale, huh. Brian Dable taking over. And don't forget, like when, uh, Daniel Jones, that first start, he got his rookie season against Tampa, uh, against Tennessee, whoever he, Tampa, lit. he, he beat the box. We had that crazy run yeah, down he, the middle, he lit him up. And everyone's like, see, told you Daniel Jones is going to work out. And then things cratered from there. I don't think it breaches far off at all. He hasn't had a lot of memorable I mean, he, games. I mean, I mean, counterpoint,
0: he completed 81% of his passes two weeks ago and threw two touchdowns and one interception.
3: Well, and he had some huge games with Pat Shermer in 2019, but, like, all of that was out the window once Joe Judge got hired. So, really, it's just uh, – he just kind of fell off the I, radar. It I, just I, – I- I know what you're saying here in that like I, he was they, more protective of the ball. He was taking hits all night. There was a couple times where I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to fumble. He's going to fumble. And he didn't fumble. Right. Because did it seems over. like he finally has turned the corner there. Okay. Okay. I, I don't. I don't. One turnover on his last throw. Okay.
0: I don't know that the um, what you're saying necessarily aligns correctly. I do agree with you that he was not the problem tonight. He didn't play poorly tonight. What do you.
2: I don't understand what angle you're coming at here.
0: I, I'm just. So, I mean. I guess I'm just surprised that somebody went 20 of 37 for 196 yards, no touchdowns. A he pick, get, he you know? got
2: flushed out of the pocket. He was under pressure 26 times. Again, I'm not blaming him for the issue. I thought he played in terms of poise, in terms of lack of turnovers. I thought he played an anti Andy Dalton game, despite the way the game ended for him.
0: Okay. All right. So what would what be your grade for
2: how Daniel Jones played tonight? B plus and yeah, B plus. Oh, okay. All right. What are you going to give him an F?
3: I mean, having no, watched,
0: I, it was just it was just weird to hear breach be like that's one of the best games I've
2: ever seen. I was thinking the play. exact same thing while you were fixing <laughs> really? your plugs.
3: It's just considering the circumstances. Not like he's had better games. He's thrown five touchdowns in one game. I and think. breach. He's by the way, three, like he's had plenty of better games. This is just considering this the circumstances. This, like this is like a
0: top fifteen
3: Daniel Jones game.
2: No, yeah. but here's the thing, breach. That's what 20? are we talking? What are we talking about coming into the season about Daniel Jones specifically?
3: Uh. Gotta cut down, or those runovers, play or what or you're done.
2: Exactly. This is the this is the the reckoning for Daniel Jones with Brian Dable there. If he doesn't see improvement, doesn't match whatever, that's a wrap on, on the Daniel Jones era. And I think he's acquitted himself well, as some old person somewhere probably would say.
0: Okay. Right, right. I just to make it clear, I am not saying that anything that happened tonight was Daniel Jones' fault.
2: That's all I'm hearing. It
0: sounds like he you're was, blaming He was that. under pressure like crazy. I just think breach is maybe I don't know what's going on with you, Breach. You've thrown. A- I agree with Breach. It's not even that outrageous. Yeah, agree with me. It's you're not, the odd man out. Of- Why it's you hate not, It's not the- even close to one of the best games he's played. It's maybe so. Top-
2: so, people, if you're listening, just send Brinson a tweet and let him know. But if you're in the comments right now on YouTube, oh my God, where how, how does this game rate for you, Daniel Jones wise? Um, Scott Murphy mentions that yeah, this was rock solid, Daniel Dimesers. Daniel Dimesers is a fantastic yeah.
0: uh, okay. You know what? I'm getting we're getting mixed up with the semantics here. Daniel Jones oh, played well we agree. given the circumstances with which he had to deal with, which was constant pressure from the Dallas defense.
2: Like this sure. is the way Aaron Aaron Rodgers would play in a game where he was playing behind this Giants offensive line. Uh,
0: okay, that's a, a bridge too far for me.
2: But i you let- see how many people were dropping passes. Sterling Shepard, hopefully he didn't tear his ACL, but it doesn't look good for him. He had a huge drop uh late in the game um they're count david still fell down on the interception it wouldn't matter at that point the game was over but daniel jones was dealing he was dimes it up i thought i thought i thought oh, that's that's an interesting one daniel jones had a better game than two yesterday
3: i'm well, not touching and, and, well the other part is like i watched the cowboys defense play last week and they bottled up joe burrow and joe burrow has better weapons than daniel jones you know Look, so jones like
0: this is really good
3: dan quinn that's by the way, why i think was, daniel jones played okay. well because he did well against a good Brinton. defense okay,
0: okay i'm not i'm not trying to argue that daniel jones take the signed. l uh, fine fine i'll take the l i don't care let's move <laughs> it's on, it's let's move on i can't this.
3: believe this all
2: right let's move on talking about something that's you're the mike mccarthy this podcast we
3: start talking about the NFC seems it's not the eagles and brinson has lost his mind i know
2: so great job, Daniel Jones, for a, everyone. Except something
3: Russell. was factually incorrect, and I didn't like it. That's not um, Would you agree? On, that Saquon had a big day. Big day.
0: Okay, all right. Saquon, for let's talk about Saquon really quickly, and then we'll move to the team that won. Why do we do this every time? Um, I just talked about Daniel Jones, and you got crazy. Saquon Barkley
2: looks like he's back. Yeah, had a so great game. But what, what do you do if you're the Giants? You worry about after the season. You have nothing to worry about now. Yeah, you, you wait four months, and then you deal with it. Okay. All right. Let's say he plays the entire season healthy. What's the franchise tag for a running back going to be? Uh, Eight million, twelve million, fifteen yeah, million. Hold out. All right. Yeah. You just tag him and move on.
0: Yeah. I mean okay. that's that's an easy solution. But, but the problem there is ownership is very invested in Saquon
2: Barkley. Wait a second. They are also invested in winning football games, and they have. Are they? Jo- jo- yeah. They hired Joe Shane and Brian Dable, who I think are huge upgrades over the okay. previous regime.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. All right.
2: Why are you? I. I- I
0: agree with that completely. But okay. they, gave Dave, Dave, they gave Dave Gettleman they gave Dave an unlimited run. I don't I think it's more Where about he, now? he he retired. He didn't get fired.
2: I mean call it what you want. You're gonna retire for this podcast. Ultimately we all will know what happens in in due <laughs> <through> time. <laughs> you ain't fooling anybody. <laughs>
0: you know, it's been a great run. Actually that's what happened with Debo. Everybody thinks he got uh, he, he got he got promoted. Nope, he got fired. Nice. Pull he up
4: was... your pants, take off the bra and be a
0: man. By the way, shout out to my buddy Link Calhoun, who correctly points out that I have the loosest possible soundboard fingers on the planet. Just oh I yeah, still. no, no doubt about that. Um okay So what do you want to talk about then? Well, uh, okay, let's all right. Well, if you let right, let's let's play the game again. You gotta bet your life on a two in one team to make the playoffs. You bet your
2: life on the Cowboys or the Giants? Well, the Cowboys, because they're getting Dak back. And that they're, they're getting Michael Gallup back. Dak is an upgrade, right? Please. I mean, he's. Yes,
3: Jerry Jones. <laughs> has has the same. Pro QB controversy. Yeah.
2: Okay. Dak said he could come back next week. That feels like a big mistake to me. I think he was just saying that just to give them something to talk about pregame.
0: That was like his version of the Russell Wilson invisible like uh, warm up routine.
3: I also but Brinson. I, I mean, I 100% agree with that because if anything, I think when most most people looked at, hey, if Cooper Rush is going to play these next two oh, games, God. people probably thought one and one, zero oh and 2 Nobody was thinking 2-0. and oh. And so I feel like what the Cooper Rush wins here, they let Dak sit and heal. And there's no reason to rush him back at this point because you can wait, afford... you saying there's
0: no reason to rush?
3: Right. <laughs> uh, fun intended, maybe. But yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. I don't think they need to rush him back for the uh, Commanders game if, you know, like you guys said, he said he might be available like you don't need that you don't want to have a, what happened with russell wilson last year where his hand just didn't look the same all year because he came back so quickly
2: i i'm not a doctor i don't know and and Princeton, perhaps you should pose this to brady quinn on the next brady quinn podcast it feels like to me like russ's middle finger whichever finger he broke is a bigger concern than the thumb in terms of throwing the football
0: Mm-mm. that's a key finger with the, the, that's how you get your torque and your rotation you do realize i was a Division one baseball player right just saying. Or that's not how you get your torque and rotation on a baseball. It's how you do it on a football. I, I don't do know if you I, notice, a, a baseball is smaller; it can fit in your hand. So I have you a can really small. With your other fingers and I have not really small your,
2: hands, and I throw a baseball like a football.
0: As a, well, that's probably why you are on this podcast and not playing baseball. Yeah, that and minute oh, that and your lack of athletic skill. Yeah, that, uh, was, anyway, that good, was good. Graphic here from our our excellent stats department. Cowboys, first the Giants since 2017. 10-1? It's like Jason Garrett's MO is just beating up the the freaking Giants.
2: Uh, I would, uh, uh, to follow the point you guys are talking about in terms of um, Rush versus Dak, I would sit him for the the Wentz game. I would sit him for the Rams game and then bring him back for the Philly game, week six on the road, Philadelphia. uh, Sunday night. Yes. So that'll be huge.
3: Well, I... I
0: the problem is, I mean, my There's concern no for the Cowboys is that they have traditionally, like, they didn't put Dak on IR, which to me is a pretty foolish maneuver because you can. Well, they going to. why you they, get a they, roster spot.
2: Yeah, but the defense has been fine, and you're not going to find a wide receiver that can help you by putting Dak on IR for four weeks.
3: But also, but Brenton's saying that if he doesn't play by the Rams game, then you essentially did waste that roster spot for four weeks. What That's would okay. Bill Belichick do is my usual go-to for there, and Bill Belichick would put the quarterback on IR. Well, we're going to find out uh, in like 24 hours because they're going yeah. to do something with Matt Jones.
2: Yeah, but they're two and one. They're going to be three and one, most three, likely. Three, uh, three NFC East teams are currently in the playoffs, by the way. Yeah, but if they're three and one after the Washington game, then it, that was a gamble worth taking. If if Dak isn't ready to go by the Rams game, or if they want to be cautious about playing him in that Rams game, that um, feels results based. But okay, um, it's a gamble. It's it's for someone who's a sharp. No, it's not I a gamble. They understand? did this
0: Romo with Dak in two thousand sixteen. He's like had a broken vertebrae, and they're like, "Well, we don't just, want to put him on IR." He might weird
2: come ass on. takes tonight. He must be he must be high.
0: They should have put Dak on IR and said Cooper Rush is our guy, and we're going with him for the duration of Dak's IR stint. We want him to be healthy when he comes back. We just gave him a huge
3: contract.
2: What is the record with Cooper Rush, by the
3: way? Two. Three and O all time, two and o this year, one and o last year. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, interesting. they, they that, definitely I should have put Dak.
2: That that you're dunking on yourself, dumb, dumb. They don't they don't need to put Dak on IR. They're winning football games with Cooper Rush.
3: But, well, I I think they didn't put him on IR though because if he had lost to the Bengals and lost to the Giants and they were zero and three right now, calculator risk. There might have right. been uh re- rush back. to get Dak back yeah. as soon as possible. So I feel like that is why they didn't. once again Jerry Jones is outsmarted. Will Brinson is what I'm hearing outsmarted everyone. Helped yes Jerry Jerry, Jerry the 20, GM was
0: once it. again figured it out.
3: Um, and guess who's pumped to have the Cowboys in a Super Bowl draft?
0: You. Thank you. Dallas is interesting though because they will be getting Michael Gallup back at some point. I I think CD Lamb is a true number one. I was in an argument in chat with some dudes
2: about earlier about CD Lamb, and he yeah, had that. Matt yeah. Murphy asked that question awful, awful earlier the trip. drop. He has a history of not great drops. I don't know if there are good drops, but why do people think that? Why do think? Why do people think he drops the ball? Is that a question you just asked? Well,
0: I mean, if or if you had to guess, last year where did he rank? I have no say, idea.
2: I just felt like he dropped the ball more than every other number one that I watched. I don't. Watched. See, I Johnson. I, I don't he,
0: he was 11th in terms of catch percentage for anyone who had 120 targets or more last year.
2: Where was Deontay Johnson? And then I'll be on barometer for how many drops he has. See if I, start, oh, it I think Deontay Johnson was probably above that. And that's concerning if you're CD Lamb. And I love CD Lamb. He was my wide receiver one coming out of Oklahoma. Deontay was 14th. So right around that range.
0: Bel- was,
3: was, you know who was below CD Lamb? CD no, Lamb like looked Justin back. Jefferson. He like, looked back at Cooper Omar Rush chased? with a face that he was like shocked that Cooper put it in his hands because it was I, a great throw. I, I think he thought he was gonna <laughs> have, to have to reach and right and then go and go, and all of a sudden he was like,
0: Oh no, and it was like, Yeah, yeah um, it was a weird reaction. All right, here, that here said, people. I mean I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the list of guys below Cd Lamb at 11.
2: Well this do is, the, do the hold on do the two above them and then go that way. Go down, go well, down number one. Uh, no, I no, was, just go do do um nine and ten and then go keep going south. 9 to 10 are Brandon Cooks and Jacoby Myers. That's okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, and a lot of this, too, you have to look at depth of target, too. Like some, you know, catch Like, Hunter Renfrew is number one, but his depth of target is.
2: Yeah, Pass Mu makes the point. Not all drops are equal. I agree. Correct.
0: With you. Um, anyway, 9, Cooks. 10, Jacoby. 11, C.D. Lamb. 12, Justin Jefferson. 13, Debo Samuel. 14, Deontay. 15, Jamar Chase. 16, Stefan Diggs. 17, Marquise Brown. 18, Marvin Jones. 19, Terry McLaurin. 20, Mike Williams. 21, DK Metcalf. Okay. He, he dro- it was a really bad – it was a bad drop. He has to catch that ball.
2: I feel like then maybe anecdotally it feels like his drops are that's worse situations than other drops.
0: That's what Cowboys – Cowboys fans' point was his drops are like easy throws or easy catches in big situations.
3: And you know, can, that's a weird thing with the drop stat is that there should be – a rating of drops like uh, the Richter scale of drops. Like this is a grade five. This is a Defcon five drop. This is, this could have been a touchdown. This cost your team points. Uh, this was a drop on third and 17 where Kirk cousins threw it only two yards downfield. And it didn't really mean anything in the larger scheme of things. Like drops should be, if you're going to tab drops, then they should be rated like that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's where football does lack in, in terms of analytics. Uh, it, it was a bad drop. He should have caught it. He, he even said, I don't know if you saw this, Ryan. he said,
2: my bad. No, I get it. I love CD. I mean, look, that's it's incredibly difficult to play wide receiver in the NFL, especially catching passes from Cooper Rush. And he's only time. played seven games with Dak Prescott in his three years. By
3: the way, I'm kidding. I love Cooper Rush. He's um, already played two games with uh, Cooper. Who's the Who do you play with his rookie year? Because Dak got hurt his rookie year. Really? Andy Dalton probably.
0: Oh God! Even worse. There's a path. Oh! Uh-huh. that was the that was the
2: that's funny why is that
0: for like 17 years ago
2: i mean COVID. i know why i know why but pandemic yeah, yeah. breach did not like that joke uh, he went uh-huh.
3: yeah uh, just I'm, i've muted all the andy dalton warrants from so
2: let, let me ask you guys uh, about this just more of an overall
3: uh, yeah, I mean, how you was- me, before you ask the
0: question okay oh, let's take a break and when we come back ryan will give us his incredible question
4: yes. next yes Visit roberthalf.com today.
2: Ahead, ready? You ready? You ready to have your minds blown?
4: All right, so in
2: previous years, even through about three weeks of the season, we've had some come-to-Jesus conversations about the officiating. So far this year, the officiating hasn't been terrible, but there's some straight-up doo-doo calls in this game. I'll start with the the non-DPI call in the end zone versus the Jets.
0: Unbelievable.
2: Noah, Noah Brown got Giants. tackled. Uh, so yeah, I guess the giant Noah Brown got tackled and thrown into the uh, to the to the end zone, out of the end zone. It felt like no call there. Uh, that was weird. The other call at the end of the third quarter. Uh, Chris Myrick catches a six yard pass, throws the ball to the referee. It hits Donovan Wilson in the head. Donovan just slaps it down, and that's fifteen yard penalty on Donovan Jones for unsportsmanlike conduct or whatever the stupid thing they call is. I remember that call. Literally 15 years ago when Antoine Randall threw the ball to the official and a defensive player got in the way and they flagged Antonio Brown, uh, excuse me, uh, Antoine Randall for unfortunate conduct. And in the, in the booth, they were saying, don't give the official a reason to throw a flag. How about the official not throw the flag because common sense should prevail? Um, those are two glaring, idiotic penalties that stood out to me. Um, oh, the other one, Kenny Galladay, finally makes a catch, a 21-yard catch. This is in the second quarter as well. And they call the offensive pass interference on Sterling uh, Shepard for running a route in the middle of the field. He happens to run into to Trevon Diggs, and, and they call that back. Um, and that that ended up leading to the Giants trying to go for the fourth and two. They couldn't get it, and that's a whole nother conversation. But they would have been in field goal position and probably put points on the board and said they go to the half. I think it was six to six at that point or six to three. Um, but those are three glaring, stupid officials got in the way for no reason calls that, that had an effect on the game.
0: By the way, if you like Ryan's bright orange Syracuse shirt,
3: smash the like button. Oh my God. Ranked, is it this- at- at- a hoodie? Oh, yeah. If you like Breach being a team player wearing his CBS hoodie, smash the like button. Hit a- the thumbs down button, which you can't hit, apparently.
0: Sh- All right. Here's a question for the chat Should I. Actually, well, I don't know what I'm asking. If, oh, man, do you know what, Wilson, we could do? If we win this podcast award, we'll know by the time that NC State no, It's still series. out there?
2: Hmm.
0: It's coming up in, uh, I think it's out. What's today? The
3: 27th? Yeah. It is. Oh, three days away. We find out if we won. Can't wait. All right. I love what? the YouTube commenters calling out Brinson for taking a commercial break. <laughs>
0: I don't, know. Like, I don't want to do a commercial break. I have to do it for the audio version. Like, oh, my God. Okay, 12, I'll come up to Syracuse for the NC State Syracuse game and get the tattoo
2: there if we win. And okay. I'll go just to be a part of it. You guys cannot stay with me, but you're welcome to come to Syracuse. It's not the answer we were hoping for, but okay.
3: <laughs> By the way, I mean, it kind of was the answer I was hoping for. Press
2: box seats are fantastic. You're right on the 35-yard line about 60 rows up. That's <laughs> in the press box. I'm getting hammered it. and watching the game in the carrier dome and screaming. <laughs> what was the guy's name that drank the beer at the uh New Orleans Super Bowl, the, the Ravens forty uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, well, um that was awesome. During the week, he worked uh, for CBS doing like um, – he anchored some some segments. For oh, it was Kevin Cork. Kevin Cork. I got Kevin Cork.
0: Beer. He showed up with a, uh, He a – I had a beer. Like a, a gigantic, he he wasn't working, so he's done. No, he so wasn't he, working. He, was he having, showed up in the press box with like a giant uh, like margarita. The auxiliary press yeah. box. Yeah,
2: he, he was he was, he was enjoying the
0: – anyway, what were you going to say? I was going to say, if you're watching, like the video, the, the the number of people watching to the number of likes are disproportionate. All you have to do is press the like button. It's not hard. Throw us a bone; it helps us out. Uh, we were told if we get to, um, it, I, I was told that like Billy gets bonuses based on the number of likes we get. So smash the like button. And it actually comes out of my salary. Billy's is salary diverted from me to Billy if we get a bunch of likes. So oh oh boy! All right, let's settle down now, people. Let's don't need to like it that quickly. Um, anywho, so. Billy. Any
2: concerns I, about the officiating?
0: Yeah, I think that I, I do think that the officiating has been through three weeks the best it's been I remember in like the last five to ten years in terms of overall, like mostly non egregious mistakes, a- and that could be an anecdotal thing where there's just not a bunch of stuff happening in the primetime games. Um, you know, like because if we get a bunch of bad stuff in the primetime games, it lingers. Right. There have yeah. been there been no.
3: But it, you know the officiating the felt like it evened out in this game. You know, you mentioned the pass interference in the end zone, and then the the bad call against the Giants on yeah, the off pass interference, thinking. and and so as long as it doesn't go like that, if both calls have been against the same team and they had been that egregious, uh, then yeah, I think that's an issue. But like Princeton said, I feel like the officials have actually done a really good job. We haven't. There's been years where we literally spent like 30 minutes on a Sunday night recap podcast talking remember, about remember just officiating uh, calls.
0: Remember the Monday night. Uh, Replacement officials, uh, fail Mary. Fail Mary. I mean, we did 45 minutes talking about that, and it doesn't feel like the
2: by this, the way. i uh, yeah. sorry, quickly, Scott Murphy in the comments says Nathaniel Hackett's coaching has been a human shield for the referees.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> Just, but it, it, it does feel like, and I don't know if this is in, and, and now I don't know if this is intentional by the NFL. We are sort of on a new wave of younger referees right now and younger officials.
2: Yeah, and a lot of them are like um, old man hockey jacked. <laughs> like those guys have been doing some pushups, um, but it feels like, um, like the you know you have those waves where sometimes there's a gap, uh, not only in, in the age difference but in terms of how well the the games are officiated. And this, they feel like they're they're fingers crossed. I don't want to jinx it. Doing doing well enough. Now you actually said on Twitter. I'm not sure which call you're talking about, Brinson. But they, the New York should have made the change. Were you talking about the pass interference to on uh, Colin Scott Shepard? Were you talking about the you don't uh, like New York should have made the change? What do you mean? There was some officiating call that you weren't happy about it on the Monday night game. I based on your. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, it was the, the probably the one where they the guy got like corralled in the end zone.
2: Oh, that one. Okay, all right. That was oh,
0: no, 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 it was, the, um, it was uh, I said the NFL should jump in. It was. Yeah. Uh, you
2: don't, you don't know. even know you tweet so much. You don't even know what you're tweeting about. They really don't tweet that much.
0: I mean, again, you ask me things that I'm, I don't okay,
2: well, I ask you things that you said that you don't know that you said. I mean, you're the. OK. Anyway, it's not like I was it's asking.
0: One this- is an underdog. Can you name the three quarterbacks?
2: What'd you say? What's the question?
0: Can you name the three quarterbacks who won their first three career starts all as an underdog?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to guess Cooper Rush. Somehow Kyle Allen is on that list. And then the odd man. Mahomes. Out. Yeah, the odd man out is Patrick Mahomes, which is crazy. Like, which one of these doesn't belong is not Kyle oh, Allen? I know which left. one I was
0: talking about. It was the Sterling Shepard offensive pass interference call where he was like,
2: yeah, it's taking
0: uh, off a defensive back and just like turned to try to jump out of the way and got called for a pick. That one was pretty bad.
2: Yeah, that's one of the ones I mentioned earlier. I th- you weren't paying attention. You asked me which call I was talking about. I just told you. You just remembered. Okay.
0: No, I just I had to go and think about it. Yes.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I mean, like I agree with Breach's point, though. It evened out mostly <laughs> in this game.
2: Um, I'm laughing because I, at one point late in the telecast, um there was a shot of this Giants fan who has a shaved head and painted himself to look like one of the guys in the Blue Man Group. And Chris Long just tweeted out the same exact thought that I had. And he, Chris Long said, i like to think about this guy calmly sitting in traffic on the ride home. Because at this point, the game was decided. He looks like Blue Man Group with a red stripe from his chin all the way to the back of his head, and then New York paint on the side of his head. I'm, just, I'm thinking, all right, well, like, where does he take the makeup off? Is it in the parking lot outside of MetLife? Does he just leave it on on the bus ride home? Does he get on the train to back to wherever he's going and look like that? Or like what, what's going on there? But there, there was a guy like, and this guy,
0: same sort of thing. He not only painted his entire head blue, he painted a, a, a pretty spot on red stripe down the middle of his face. And then even did the giants logo on the side to make it look like a giant's helmet. And you go there and just take the L like, that is, that has to be, you're just, this He's is a, a minimalized man. It.
2: It's like, it's like putty putting on the devil's paint before the game. You're like, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the picture there. Billy just put it up. And that guy has the look of, uh, what have I done? I got to figure out the next three hours of my life without anyone seeing me. Like, he would look idiotic if you put a hat on. Like, there's nothing he can do. You have to go, I think, in the bathroom and just wash it off. But then you also look like, uh, a deranged clown if you don't get all the makeup off. So th- there's a lot of ways this can go wrong. Very few ways can go right. I feel like,
3: the, uh, but what about option three? What if he never takes it off? He just <laughs> lives like that.
2: Maybe it's a tattoo in which case problem solved.
3: There's a guy, who, and
0: I know that people don't care about NC state, but it's, it's relevant here. Um, there's a guy who came to the NC state uh Yukon game on Saturday. Yukon was a 38 and a half point underdog in Raleigh. And this guy painted half of his face blue and half of his face white. And they're just getting, like, they're down 30 to nothing at halftime. They just keep cutting this guy. He's like, It's like, <laughs> did you really think this was going to go well for you? Like, you couldn't just wear, like, a blue polo or a blue t-shirt right. and go to the game. You had to go half-half with the face paint.
2: I just, uh, I, I don't get the face painting thing after the age of, like, college? Okay, fine. I don't care. After the age of, like, 23, I'll give you a couple of years. If you're Jerking around in college, it takes you a couple years to graduate. After the age of twenty three, I don't know if you should be wearing face paint. Like, did any of the breeches wear face paint to the Super Bowl breach?
3: Well, I mean, like when you see the face paint booth at the state fair, there's not thirty five year olds lined up to get their face painted. <laughs> Typically, you know, no. It's, it's people <laughs> under the age of ten. So,
2: right, you're right.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would say there's it's there's should be an age limit. I don't know what it is. Uh, and, and again, if you're if you're if you're listening to the podcast, let's make the age limit. 47. You need to see the picture of this guy
0: because it's it's not just like, okay, your face is painted. Someone had to do a, like, a, it's really difficult to paint a thin red stripe down someone's scalp. It's got a, uh, their, forehead, high... their nose, their mouth, and then they're underneath their chin. And this
2: ain't a half ass job. This is a high gloss job. Like this but guy. I do feel
3: like sometimes you have to give people a pass because maybe that guy started painting his face in like 2007 and they won the Super Bowl. So he's like, oh, now I got to do this every week for the rest of the time. I we forgot. don't know. Maybe we need to find out the story. I just okay. love that this
2: guy has has a great realization late in the fourth quarter that he has made a terrible, terrible. Mistake. I hope
3: he listens to the podcast. That's what I hope.
2: Okay. Um, Maybe it's Sean.
3: What? Uh, <laughs>
0: I I feel like we haven't really addressed anything about the game. It's. I mean, we have, yeah, we've we have,
3: talked
2: yeah, we about Dan yeah, Jones, yeah. Cooper Rush. We've said should, I think he should start the next two games if if um, Dak isn't ready. I would keep play. I would keep playing Cooper Rush as long as humanly possible. And by the way, he didn't have, they had similar stats, he and Daniel Jones, through about the third quarter that things started opening up. But they leaned on Zeke. They leaned on Tony Pollard, who had a great game. Uh, CD Lamb, when he catches the ball, is obviously very, uh, very potent. And most importantly, the defense was absolutely demolishing the Giants' offensive line. So I think, Parsons,
0: like, oh, yeah. I, I, this is, did I mention the Dan Quinn thing?
2: Well, I don't know which part.
0: He needs a head Somebody should hire him next year. Like he went to a Super Bowl and almost beat the. Patriots I would the take Dan Quinn
2: as the Steelers' offensive coordinator right now.
0: <laughs> oh, I, somebody asked if you would take Trubisky. You know uh, Nagy and Trubisky as the offensive coordinator, co-offensive coordinators. I meant Trubisky. Dad, I he's that. the quarterback. Yeah, exactly. He calls the place with Nagy. I'm fine with that. Yeah, it can't be worse. Say <laughs> so Canada. Um, I, I thought a, a, a couple of things on some of the players. Noah Brown is a fun player. He made that leaping catch. I was like, oh man, what a catch by CD land. It was like, oh wait, that's no Brown. Yeah. Tony Pollard. Needs Good. A full, needs and a and more off. touches. My goodness. And yeah. Ze- I thought Zeke Elliott looked I-, I know he didn't have like a monster game, but I thought he looked about as explosive as he'd looked in the last little bit the the Giants are very susceptible to the run because of their linebacking situation. Um, We saw that with Pollard and, and Zeke. It- Jason Peters was a huge help Early, like in, in, I think around the second quarter when Pollard popped that first big run,
2: maybe forty-six yards. Um, so they got uh, the Giants got Kavon back for the first time in Aziz Ojolari, and I don't remember them sticking out at any point in the game. And I'm looking right now. Kavon had one play on a third down, maybe, and it was one tackle that. for Kavon and um, one assist, assisted tackle for Ojolari according to the official stats. So not impactful nights for those guys. That doesn't, doesn't mean it won't be, but just in terms of what I thought uh, could help be a difference maker. Um, by the way, the total punch this game, seven. Again, last night, the, uh, was it, the Broncos punter punted 10 times? I mean, geez, that, that game
3: is still haunting me. Yeah. All right, so the so Cowboys awesome.
0: have, they have the commanders at home. I'll keep it, actually called the name.
3: They have. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Put $5 in the jar, Brinson. I yeah, know. know the rules. They have the you commanders know. at home. Kandos. Next
0: week, it's
3: ten
2: dollars now. At the Rams again, you start Cooper Rush there, and then you bring at him back. The Eagles. That's when you bring him back. But I mean, the I three and think, two worst case.
0: I feel like. But I think if you get through that Eagles game with Cooper Rush, your Lions at home, Bears at home. Here's the thing: you can. I, I don't know where Dak is, but I don't. If I'm the Cowboys, I am trying because if you if you beat the Commanders and split with the Rams and Eagles. give Dak time to get healthy. So he doesn't come back and lay that clunker that he might lay.
3: So uh, Jane Slater had a Dak Prescott update I saw and that. she said, yeah. he, Jane saw Dak's thumb post stitch removal. Cause he had the stitches removed today. There's no swelling. It is healing. And he said that he could likely start in week five against the Rams. And she said, she also got the sense that Dak could play against the commanders in week four, uh, but that would have to be a team decision. And like we were saying, there's no reason to rush him back for that game. Like zero reason to rush him back for the commanders game.
0: Yeah, we're still there's no reason. Look, it's your week nine bye. Get to the week nine bye and then bring back Dak after that. What? Yeah, That's- that doesn't
2: make any sense. We're, we're, he's he's had, well. he had the surgery after the week one game. We still have three weeks to go until the Eagles game, or two weeks to go until the Eagles game. No, three weeks to go till the Eagles game.
3: Yeah, why are you waiting an extra three I, weeks? I can see that? keeping him out to the Eagles game, letting him sit out the Rams because, you know, I'm the first game back getting crushed by Aaron Donald and injuring something else. So, but it, it, those are I two would, games. Would, you're, you're, mean, mean, you're saying instead of him coming back October
2: 16th, you want to come back November 13th. That is, I, that, I want Dak to be as healthy as possible to make a playoff push. If I'm the Cowboys
0: and well, you can win three of those games, you can go three and two from here. What on if he's
2: out. at 90% for the Philly he's, game, but
0: ninety percent, he, he had thumb on a joint on his finger
2: dr brinson all of a sudden knows what his thumb is like
0: you were literally citing the russell wilson
3: situation last week about why not to bring him back this is earlier tonight it was his middle finger not his thumb i told you that makes i think brinson should break his finger like Dak did and try and break. recover and then we'll have a first we don't need doctors because we will have uh first-hand testimony of how quickly you can recover testimony. if you bring back if you bring back Dak, too quickly
2: no one it disagrees, but if the original diagnosis was four to six weeks, and here we that are. Was Jerry Jones' diagnosis? He's a billionaire. He knows. That doesn't. But does No. No, I think I think most medical people said four to six sounded about right. Am I right? Or am I wrong? I feel like Jerry said that, and everyone was like, "That's crazy and too too quick."
0: Okay. Well, so I'd don't to be crazy for that.
2: Oh god, you're out here tweeting us nonsense in the middle of the podcast. Okay. You. I think Cooper Rush can go three and two. So, are you going to say if if Dak comes back against the Eagles and and wins those three games before the bye against the Eagles, Lions, and Bears that that's a results based result?
0: No, I'll take that L on the chin. Quickly.
2: All right, looking forward to that. If, if
0: if Dak comes back against the Eagles and they go one and two against the Eagles, Lions, and Bears, I will be
3: boisterous. No, because so the let's Lions. Let's predict. Let's predict when Dak comes back. The Eagles. I'll say Eagles too. I think Eagles. <laughs> Why? After all that conversation, we're yeah, all on the know. same page. I, I tell you when I think he should come back, I'm telling you when I think he will
0: come back. Jerry Jones is out there saying, I mean, I, I, I'd love for Cooper Rush to create a controversy. That'd be great. It's like, okay, Jerry, you're not doing anybody any fa- He is. He's paid Dak his money, and he's rushing Dak back. This doesn't work out well for anybody, I promise you.
2: It might. I don't know why you, all of a sudden you have some weird takes tonight. Sometimes usually you're on the you're on the other side of these conversations. I don't know what's going on with you.
0: Uh, I, I don't think the Cowboys should rush back back. And I don't think you can look at Danger the sat line and be like, that's one of the five best games he's ever played. I feel like there's no if you don't games. look at the stat
2: line, but we we are me and Breacher football analysts. We watch oh. the plays. All right. Any other thoughts here? No. I've had enough of it. How
0: many likes it? do you think we get in a video if I had to? If somebody had to break
2: my thumb on YouTube. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say if you like. No, it's like, so
0: like I have to sit here and like and live on YouTube, like we do it live on the Pixix podcast. Somebody breaks my thumb.
3: No, you have to take a hammer and do it yourself. Oh God, I can't. I don't know.
2: <laughs> and if you miss, or you like you don't give it full percent? And then Breach comes in, camera left, and does it himself with two hard swings.
0: Um. Have you guys? uh, I haven't. I don't know if I can watch it. The uh, the Dahmer thing on Netflix.
2: I don't like like. Here's the thing. Like, I'm a middle aged woman that I love. I love true crime, (laughs) but I like true crime documentaries. I don't like true crime docudramas. The one exception being Doctor Death on on uh, Peacock, which is really good.
0: Have have you seen the? the, I I I think this is funny, but I obviously I'm like weird. I think weird things are funny. The episode descriptions for Dahmer. Like I I watched the first like. Two minutes of the first one, I was like, I can't do this right now. It's a lot of like, yeah, this, this. But, but the, the episode description is: after a nosy neighbor discovers a, a smell, mm. Jeff throws her off off his scent and heads out to the bar where he encounters a stranger. It's like, wait, what? hold on, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Did you, first of all, did you call him Jeff? And, oh, it and, and it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like it's like it's like could be a Friends just like a description of a Friends episode. You're talking about like Jeffrey Dahmer, like slides. it's
2: you crazy. know the you know the backstory though,
0: right? Uh, about Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, yeah, he's a serial killer,
2: yeah. Two ate people? I don't ate know if he people? ate them He te- well, he ate like, people. What are you yeah. about?
3: Well, that's where I draw. See, I'll watch almost anything, but when you start eating, you draw people, the line of eating people. Is that that's where doing? I draw the line. I do have a line. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't. No. I don't want to know if you eat people. I don't want to hear know. that you chop them up and put them in a freezer and eat them. I, I thought, you thought you were less saying less you personally fun. drew the line on eating people. I mean, I do also draw the line on eating people. I will <laughs> sample anything except for people.
0: Was for was uh was Dexter a
2: cannibal or no? Uh, I only I watched one so. episode of Dexter. I don't remember. I don't what? think. so. I think he was a serial killer that. Killed other bad guys, right? That was the gist of the story. I don't yes. think he was. He really nailed that one.
0: Did Billy say this? Did Billy say the second? Let's wrap up note. Yep. Um, all right.
2: Thank you, Billy.
3: Anywho, oh, he's on the ball. Billy gets an A plus for his first solo show.
2: What is? Right. What do you give Princeton for his his hot takes tonight, Breach?
3: Uh, a, a C. Oh, that's very nice.
0: Oh, uh, had to think Ooh, Keith. Uh, uh, Breach. This is this your wheelhouse? Any discussion on McCarthy's choice not to kick the field goal in the second
2: half? And Billy thought he was getting out of here on
3: time.
0: No, that's good, look. That's a good question.
3: Where? On the field. On McCarthy's choice not to kick the field goal, I thought he did kick the field goal.
2: He went for and one fourth down that he that he got. Well, he kicked
3: the field goal on fourth and one. So I'm not like I'm just asking. Did they punt from? Did they punt from? What specific spot are we talking wait, wait, wait. about? they actually breached. Maybe locked in here. Yeah. So it's a field goal question. Of course, I know. So fourth That's and when four. they, took the, they took the penalty. That's when they took
2: the penalty. Um, I guess they tried to draw them off sides. They're in punting formation. Didn't end up punting the ball. Took the penalty. Oh, they got the first down. No, uh, no, they, they, no. To, they, got they declined lunch. it. Then the Giants declined the penalty, and then they eventually had to punt the ball and it ended up in the end zone. Oh, I don't remember mm-hmm. that. I do know – I did make a note that I'm fourth well, and that, four.
3: That's, yeah, that was around yeah. the two-minute warning, and that was the – midfield, that was from, like, their own 25, right? Yeah, I don't no. think – the the only no, they're weird decision was – not weird, not even weird decision. The only thing this question would relate to, I think, is the fourth and one that the Cowboys had the Giants 26. Because it was fourth and one, you're trying to milk down the clock. There were six minutes left. So do you try and get the first down and try and run off more clock? Or do you kick, attempt a 40, 40 yard field goal and try to go up two scores? That is
0: yeah. probably it. Um, I, I will say one thing. I'm just, it, when you watch the Manning cast, and I like watching the Manning cast. I feel like you do lose a little bit of the.
2: That's why I can't watch it. Like I can't. Yeah.
0: Right? And it's, it sucks now, too, because it's like you're, if you watch the Manning cast, which I, I love the Manning cast, but you're losing the. You're no if longer. If this were my job, team. I would you're only. You're not like Tass and Bug, you're losing like Buck and Aitman,
2: who were very good at it. If I had this if this wasn't my job, I would watch the manicast. But I need to sort of figure out what's going on and when it's going on and not just have a, yeah. a conversation with some buddies. And the Tracy Morgan stuff was outrageous. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it because I have a job to do. Just saying. Just saying.
0: Same. Um all right. Twenty three sixteen cowboys beat the Giants. They're about two and one. Next game,
2: Thursday night. Bengals, dolphins. dolphins. Miami versus Cincinnati. Is that line creeped up to four yet? Well, good news is too. only has a back and an ankle, so he should be good to go. <laughs> it's fine, but he's got a back and
0: an ankle. Uh, Breach, what's your score prediction? Because we won't. Three see you until then,
3: Lord willing. Four Bengals, Dolphins. Yep. Yeah. Quickly. 34. Quickly. We're getting out of here. 34-27, Bengals.
2: Sweet mercy. It's the over. All right.
0: That's it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Breach. For Wilson. I'm Princeton. See you guys later.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.